Welcome to another 10-minute takeaway with me, Dr. Nikki Ramskill, the female money doctor. I aim to pass on 10 minutes of wisdom to you about money to help you feel happy, confident, and in control. So that's enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. everybody and welcome to this next 10 minute takeaway and in this one I want to talk about money and divorce because it's a really really big topic and we recently in our Facebook group had a really good session by a specialist financial advisor called Kerry Griffiths and if you want to get her details then by all means look in the show notes and you'll find the links to her website but there are lots of planners like her now who are helping women to navigate their money through divorce and I think it's so so important to to have somebody on your team like that because it means that when you're going through this really complicated process you're not being left behind you're not missing out on something that you're entitled to these things are all really important so definitely check her out if this is sadly something that you're going through right now now in this 10 minute takeaway i can't cover everything that she did with us in our session um, but i will do my best to summarize what she spoke about so that you can go away and do some research of your own and start speaking to the relevant people that you need to speak to in order to get things moving in the way that you need them to so the first thing is before we've even gone anywhere near divorce you know before perhaps we even got married we need to be thinking of this now i'm not saying be doom and gloom that as soon as you you're in a relationship with somebody you should be planning for the fact that you might end up divorcing of course not because we hope that our relationships are all going to be amazing and they're going to last forever and it's all going to be awesome but let's just say that yours doesn't what are you going to do how is it going to work what have you got to think about in order to make sure that you don't leave that relationship worse off than when you got into it? And this speaks to me quite deeply because I was in a relationship where we weren't married, we were engaged, but the relationship broke down and I ended up walking away from that relationship with basically nothing apart from my clothes and my books. And that was pretty much it. And in hindsight, perhaps that was really naive of me perhaps you know we had a house together you know perhaps I, I should have pushed more to to be on the mortgage these kinds of things but at the time it just didn't work out so you you do what works for you at the time don't you but in you know I, I wish that there were some of these things that I had known before I'd walked away from that so that I could have been you know better supported I think is, is the right answer so anyway before you get into um, your relation, you know, your marriage going into, you know, and that kind of thing, you need to be thinking about your finances as a joint venture. Now, I'm not saying that you have to completely mold your finances together, but certainly think about how you're going to set your finances up as a couple. So do you want to completely pool all your money together or do you want to have um, your own money separated, but then you've got a, a joint account that you put your money in together to pay for your bills, for example? Now that's that's fine if you're both earning roughly the same amount of money but if one of you is earning significantly more than the other then you'll need to be having a discussion about 
how much money that person is going to be putting into the account versus how much you're going to be putting into the account. Because it wouldn't be fair if the one that's not earning as much is having to put in exactly the same amount, because that's going to leave that person feeling resentful and finding it really difficult to to actually be able to do the things that they need to do and have money for themselves to be able to have fun with or go on holiday with or you know even just sometimes simple things like paying the bills that need to be paid so budget together understand how much you're both bringing in and understand how you're going to break your finances down the other thing you could share is your credit score because your credit score actually gives you an indication of how well you're both doing financially. Now, if one of you's got a really bad credit score and a history of debt and is in a lot of debt, the temptation might be to take on new debts and things on behalf of the partner. But actually what Kerry said in her presentation was that that was a really risky thing to do because if the relationship broke down and the debt was in your name, you're the one liable for it, not your partner that you took the debt out for. So be really, really, really careful about taking on new debts for your partner if they happen to have a bad credit score. The other thing you have to be aware of is if you have a, a joint account, new joint account that you open, that actually has an impact on your credit score if your partner's isn't so good. Um, if it's a savings account, it's not. But if it's a joint account, so it's you know either a joint credit card or a joint current account or something like that that will have an impact because the credit reference agencies will look into that so just be mindful of that too plan to have check-ins together so have have some idea about how often you're going to get together to sort your money out are you going to budget regularly weekly monthly how is it going to be so have just have that general open discussion um, and then the other thing before you get married to do is to have a prenuptial agreement signed up now this is not something everybody does or or feels is necessary but actually if you get it signed up at least it's very clear then that when you're going through a divorce you've got a very clear idea about what you're both going to take away from from that, that process now it's not legally binding um, so you know it's not something that you necessarily guarantee at the point of divorce but it certainly makes life a lot easier a lot simpler and a lot clearer so have a look into that and see if that's something you can get a solicitor to write up for you. Now, the, the next part of this is then what do you do when you're actually going through divorce? So how or, you know, leading up to that point where you've decided the, the relationship's broken now and we, we can't move forward anymore. So now you need to get really clear. So how much money have you got coming in and how much money have you got going out? Do you know what your partner's is? And hopefully before you got married and in your earlier relationship, you had these discussions because it's, it's always better to be open and honest with each other as much as you possibly can. Um, know where you're starting from. So how much debt have you got? How much debt has your partner got? Like where, where are you starting from? Because these are the sorts of questions that solicitors are going to ask you. Um, so get in touch with the solicitor, have a free discussion. Often you can just have a quick discussion with them to see you know what they think talk through some different scenarios you know, what would be the potential outcomes and then you could also employ somebody like Kerry who would be able to look at your finances and help you plan for the future so not only look at what you're doing now but also help you to plan for you know your retirement making sure that you're taking on you're taking on the right types of things so it's always helpful to speak to a planner like her that specializes in divorce then what you'll end up doing is you'll end up disclosing your finances and, and in it, it all comes out in the wash. The decisions are made about who gets what, where does it get split up to. This is where you need to make decisions about your pensions, your life cover, you know, what's in the wills, making sure you update your will. You know, you've got to really be careful about not leaving a will that 
is essentially just um, leaving your partner as the one that gets everything because if you you know if you died and you hadn't changed that but you had a new partner your new partner would get nothing your your ex-partner would still get that so make sure all those things are sorted out make sure you know that you know whoever is benefiting from your estate when you die that that's all sorted out as well you know that again is what the will is useful for and then right at the end everything's agreed everybody you know understands what's going on hopefully it wasn't long and bitter and and horrible and a settlement figure is is agreed. And this is on the basis of who you spoke to. So the solicitor's advice, the planner's advice, making sure that you're not going to be left out in the cold after all this happens. And then you get to plan your new life. You get this freedom. Suddenly you're not in the relationship anymore. You might be thinking about how you want to be. Who, who do you want to be? Do you want to change area? Perhaps you change your style or change your career or, you know, there's loads of things you could do. You know, after a divorce is that real opportunity to kind of come out from the ashes like a phoenix and do the new things that you want to do or the things that you've been putting off or not been able to do in that relationship. So think of, you know, it's a horrible time, yes, but also it can be a really... Um, encouraging and really happy time at the end when everything's all done and dusted and, and you've part, parted ways and and you can move forward obviously not so easy when you've got children um because you have to still negotiate around that but hopefully with all of the things that you did before you got married and all the things that you did afterwards um when you're going through divorce it was amicable enough to be able to still not necessarily be friends but to at least move forward with grace so hopefully that was useful um if you're in my membership you'll get full access to kerry's interview so go and find it in the archives um but if you're not then it's an awesome uh, library that you can come and join that's got all these amazing things in it and if you want to find out more information about it or you just want to talk through the next steps of things that you might need to do next with your finances then by all means please get in touch with me and have a 15 minute chat with me for free we'll just we'll just hash it out and we'll talk about what we need to talk about so I look forward to meeting you on one of those but that's the end of my fifth, uh, 10 minute takeaway and I will see you again soon take care bye And that's it. That's 10 minutes done. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and you gained something from it. If you have any ideas for topics or you want to make any comments, then feel free to email me info at thefemalemoneydoctor.com. Or if you really want to, which would be awesome, come and find me in my free private Facebook group on Facebook so we can um, carry on the conversation. Um, just when you're looking for the group, just type in the female money doctor and you should be able to find me any problems, let me know by email. Take care. Have a good day.